Today's email comes to us from Yehuda Nelson, who I just found out today after I read the email in the morning, that he used to be a Talmud of my brother, Rebbe Fall, from Farakway. He says, every time I click to go play your full shear, my anxiety spikes. 45 minutes is entirely too long for me. But without fail, my tune changes just a couple of minutes in. And then he says, Yeshurim have this amazing way of captivating me. And he wants to say, since I speak so much about Ocean Parkway, and Rosh Hashanah, here's a picture of Ocean Parkway. Thank you for keeping me close to Torah. Yehuda Nelson, Alei Vatslach. There's a general rule in the Torah that if you eat any sheretz, you get two lavim, which equals two times malchus. However, in addition to that, it depends what kind of sheretz it is. If it's a crawling creature on the ground, like an ant, you get an additional three lavim, three malchus, for a total of five. If it's something like a hornet, which crawls on the ground but also flies, in addition to the five, you get one more for a total of six. An aquatic sheretz, you get the two for general sherets. In addition to that, you get two more for being an aquatic sherets, a total of four. The Gemara brings it right from here that fish are not gidule karka. The Gemara wanted to say that all fish nibble off the ground, so therefore they're the gidule karka. If so, they should get an additional three laven for a total of seven for being gidule karka. So then what is the machlegs that we had yesterday in the Bryces? One Bryce is going to say that with Meiser Shani money, you can purchase birds. In other words, you can buy chicken with Meiser Shani money. Why? Because birds eat off the ground. They nourish on the ground. On the other hand, the other bites are going to say, no, you cannot buy birds. You can't buy chicken because they weren't created from the ground. Birds were created from rakat, which is like mud substance. So where lies the machlaikis? I think Mara tells us something very interesting. We're dealing here with Maishashani with a pasuk that has a klal. It says you can buy anything with Maishashani, then a prat, a limitation. Only bukert son yain sheichar, and then another klal, you can buy anything. The machlaikis is, is a klal prat or klal more similar to the fourth rule in the Shloisha stream of the Shatar and the or the fifth rule? The fourth rule tells us, Klal Uprat. If the Torah is, is a generalization, says a generalization, then a specification, then it's very limiting. The Torah is explaining what the generalization is. And therefore, it limits birds. You need to be similar in three things. Gedulah Karka, Prima Pri, and created from the ground. However, if we go and we say that Klal Uprat or Klal is similar to the fifth rule of then it's a prat, a specification, a limitation, and afterwards a generalization. So it opens it up, it expands it, and said you could buy more things with Meister Shane, including birds and chicken. Rabbi says you can make an Eruv out of Fapuim, out of Gudgudaniois, which are horseline, and coriander. Even though coriander is not healthy to eat, especially for people that don't have children. So we're talking about people that have children, or that it's it hardened already, and you have children. But the Gemara says, even someone who doesn't have children, perhaps, may make an Eruv with coriander. Why? Because it's a good food for somebody that has children. And we said that if you're a Nazar, you can make an Eruv out of wine, even though you yourself can't drink it. So too over here. Or perhaps we're talking about coriander, a different variety of it that comes from Mada. The Gemara tells us, however, you cannot make an Eruv out of unripened dates. And not with chazes, which is green grain. Now, the rule is that if there's a certain country or place that decided that we eat a certain food, but the rest of the world doesn't, and they, they have access to that food, but they don't consider it food, it's not considered food. But For instance, if somebody plants barley, fenugreek, beans, not for the seed, but rather for the actual fruit of it, and therefore, you take meiser from the seed part, but not from the vegetable part. However, rocket and cress since there are many people that plant it for the vegetable, you have mice from both. 
So why do Rav say that with chazes, which is a partial ripened grain, green grain, people don't really eat that? So why do you say you can make an area with it and the bracha is bari priyadam? And the answer is because we're talking about the variety, the garden variety. In the garden variety, everybody eats that as well. What could you do with a seed of a racket? Why do you make a bracha on it? Because you could use it. If you, don't, if you ran out of pepper, you could crush the seed of a racket and use it as pepper. The Gemara tells us this amazing thing. Reb Zera, he became so weak he couldn't learn Torah. The doctor told him, don't learn. So, but he wanted to be Mekayim Mitzvah. So he went to the house of Rabbi Yehuda Bar-Ami, and he stood there by the doorway to see the time the Chachamim leave. And every time the time Chachamim would leave, he would stand up to be Mekayim the Mitzvah, standing up for the time of Chachamim. One of the people that came out was a small child. He said, tell me, child, what did you learn today? And he said, my Rebbe taught us that choice, hops, the brach is very priyadama, and chazes, the green grain, is shahako. So he says, isn't the opposite? Chazes is something that grows from the ground. It should be hadama. Choice doesn't grow from the ground, he says. It grows on top of a bush. It should be shahako. And the says, in fact, the child was right. Choice is a finished pre. The fact that you say it doesn't grow from the ground, but it grows on a bush, and if you chop the bush from the bottom, the choice will die. On the other hand, the chazes is not a finished pre, and therefore the bracha is shahako. Kart, which is hearts of ham. It's edible, but later on in its life, it turns into wood. Can you purchase something that's going to turn into wood from Meister Shani money? And the Gemara says yes. However, since it turns into wood, it doesn't become tamay like regular food. Rebuda says, in fact, it's considered wood. What's an afkamina between Rebuda and Tanakama? Rebuda says the bracha is shahako, because it's like wood. Tanakama says, but right now it's edible, it's boy priyadam. Shmuel tells, Rav Yehuda, his famous Talmud, Shinano, you're such a sharp one. You know, the halach is like you, because snine, a turnip, also becomes hard later on. Yet, the bracha on turnip is ha'adama. The Gemara says, no, that's not a good right. Snine is harvest to eat it as is right now. But nobody harvests hearts of palm. You plant the palm tree for the dates, and just as a side benefit, you get the hearts of palm. The halach of the Gemara says that hearts of palm, the bracha shahakal, although the placing today say something else, Maybe it's a different variety. But according to everybody, if you take the hearts of palm and you cook it or fry it, make a nice deep-fried schnitzel out of the hearts of palm, it's considered food. You see, in fact, even if you take a piece of hide, which no one eats, but you cook it up, it's considered food. Now, if there's a date that's unripened, you could buy it with Meiser Shani money, and it's considered food, that's Mikabal Tumah. Rebuda says it's positive for Meiser. So if so, why can't you make an Erev out of unripened dates, like we said before? The answer is, because in order to make an Erev, you have to be, it has to be edible right now. And these dates, they're one step removed from eating. You have to roast them on the fire. We see a very similar idea by almonds. There's two varieties. There's the sweet and there's the bitter almond. The sweet almond, when it's small, it's Chayvamizer. When it gets larger, it's Patafamizer because it's too bitter. The bitter dates, there are three shitas. According to Tanakama, the small ones are Chayvamizer, the large ones are Patafamizer because they become bitter. According to Rabbi Shimon, they're both potter. And there's, the, there's some that say that you're chayv and maizer, even in the larger variety, but it's not edible. The answer is, you can roast it, and then it becomes edible. So you see this idea, have a wonderful day.